Latinos in Clinical Research community, today we are going to talk about financial resources during COVID-19. We want to provide um, some resources, some websites that could possibly help you in your business. I'm going to share my screen so you can see uh, the PowerPoint. And there we go. Okay, so let's see. Uh, how do I go? Okay, just a little disclaimer. Uh, we are not financial advisors. We're only providing this information for informational educational purposes. We have no financial or other relationship with any of the organizations mentioned. And, and so one of the things we wanted to um, bring up, which I think a lot of businesses owners are aware of is about the rent protection program. The first round ended last year. The second round actually just opened up last week. Um, and you can apply for this through your local bank or a lender. Um, it is through the Small Business Administration, but you have to go through a local bank to get the loan. Um, this time around, you do have to prove you've had at least a 25% reduction in gross receipts between comparable quarters uh, 2019 versus 2020. So what does that mean? So for example, take quarter three in 2019 compared to quarter in 2020, if there was a 25% reduction or more, then that would be probably the quarter you want to use when you apply for this loan or another quarter of any of those years. Um, the other condition, you have to have no more than 300 employees. Um, these funds can be used to cover payroll costs, benefits, mortgage interest, uh, rent, utilities, worker protection costs related to COVID-19, uninsured property damage costs, uh, costs caused by looting or vandalism during uh, last year, and any supplier costs or expenses for operation. Originally in the first PPP loan, it didn't include all these items. I think they revised that and it does include those items for the first round and then now the second round. Um, most of this loan can be forgiven if you use it the right way. And you're gonna have to prove it uh, once you submit all the paperwork and you ask for forgiveness. If for some reason, um, part of it, all of it doesn't get forgiven, it turns into a loan 1% and you have to repay it over a two year, five year period. It just depends when you receive the loan um, last year. And then I think this year, if you get it, it's gonna be a five year loan. Um, and the links right here are, will take you to the SBA website. They're actually gonna tell you more about the PPP program and also to find a lender in your area. Uh, let's see. And I think okay. you have to go with your bank too. Yes, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, usually you do have to go with your local bank. I recommend going with your local bank. You already have that relationship with them. Hopefully they already have the portal open for you to apply. I know some are taking a lot longer to set that up. But for example, Chase, that's who we bank with and they already opened it up last week. Um, and um, so definitely. And, mm -hmm. and, okay. and I think that this also works for people that are independent contractors. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And then there's like, I think specific criteria, because when you're an independent contractor, you don't have payroll costs, but there's other things you have to show like some kind of financial records, other things. Um, so when you go to the actual SBA website, there's different um, information for business owners, independent contractors, and so forth. And it'll tell you what you, exactly you will need. Um, okay, and then the forgiveness portion. Um, <clears throat> so 
I know some already applied for forgiveness last year. I don't know any personally, because even with the clients that I do small bookkeeping for, um, none of them have been forgiven. Um, I think one out of several, we barely submitted the paperwork in December, and I haven't heard anything. So I'm not really sure what's going on with the forgiveness on the first loan. But this will also be through the same bank you received that loan from. Uh, once they're ready for you to submit that, they're going to have some kind of portal, some kind of paperwork you have to fill out. Um, they will let you know when they are ready to start accepting applications. For example, Chase that I know of is still not accepting applications. Um, mm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with anybody else, but they're not yet. Um, so I'm not sure when they're going to be ready. Um, Union Bank is because I know I had to submit that for a client back in December. Um, so it just varies per bank. Um, some of the things you are going to need, so have ready, save it in a folder, are your payroll records, your 940 annual report. 940 quarterly reports, financial records, employee details such as part-time versus full-time hours or salary or hourly rate, receipts for specific expenses, uh, know your payroll costs, your mortgage interest, utility costs, operation expenses, property damage costs, any of those expenses that you want to be forgiven, possibly your tax return. I think right now they're still working with 2019. I don't believe people have filed 2020. Maybe they have, but the IRS e hasn't even opened the portal to accept tax returns until February. So um, right now, if you have to submit any of this paperwork, they're still working with 2019 tax returns. And to find out more, that's the link right there. It's also the SBA website, but there's a specific section that talks about the forgiveness process and what you need. Um, okay, so the next loan is an in economic injury disaster loan. Um, the first one that was offered in 2020 has closed. Um, they, then the one they're offering now, I think the portal just opened. If you go to this link right here, um, it'll guide you on how to apply for the specific loan. Uh, <clears throat> it's currently, um, they're taking applications for any from any small businesses and private nonprofit organizations. This is a loan. This is not a forgivable loan. You will have to repay this. It is a 30-year loan. Um, this is uh, the rate, the interest rate, depending if it's a business nonprofit. Um, if you want to prepay it off early, um, there's no penalties or fees to do that. It's supposed to be used for working capital and normal operating expenses. If you get a loan, um, if you qualify for a loan over 25000 you have, um, they ask for some kind of collateral. If you don't need a loan over that, um, it's easier. I think you'll, it's easier to apply and get approved. Mm -hmm. um, right now, they are deferring payments for a year, but the interest is still accruing. Well, one um, question, mm -hmm. uh, Judy, who can apply to this? Um, so far, it says all qualified small businesses and private nonprofit organizations. Um, in regards to independent contractors, I'm not sure on the specifics of that. Um, if they go to the link right here, um, it'll it'll tell them exactly. The if you're criteria. independent, <laughs> what um, will be the different in between this one and the previous one? So the previous one is forgivable. So you can get a, um, the the payment protection program money if you use it correctly like you're supposed to based on what it covers then you can at one point when you apply to get it forgiven there's a chance where you don't have to pay any of it back or there's a chance you might pay a small percentage depending you know if you used it correctly this one is just a loan it's just a 30-year loan and you do have to pay it back and so over 30 years depending how much you get i mean your payment can be very small um i think last year the max loan they were giving 
I'm not sure if it was a max, but from what I heard, it was 150 grand. I don't know if that was just for small businesses or it varied. Um, this year, I'm not sure what loan they're giving. Um, but yeah, you do have to pay this one back. So I would recommend if you haven't applied to either one, go with a payment protection like loan first and then apply for this one or apply for both if you need both. Um, but you can get both, by the way. Um, so you can apply for the first one that I mentioned and then you can apply for this one and you still could get both. Um, so were you going to say that? So that I uh, no, last year, the 2020 EIDL, I remember mm -hmm. getting one and I remember the interest rate being really low. I, I think this mm -hmm. is more higher this year. Yeah. I, well, I, the PPP is low, the interest rate. So if you have to, if it turns into the loan, it's only 1%. This one, I don't remember what it was last year compared to this year, uh, yeah. but it's still low, I guess, compared if you, uh, if you spread it out over the 30 years, I mean, it's a small payment. You could yeah. be paying. Each yeah. mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there's other COVID relief options. Those aren't the only ones, but those are the bigger ones that have a lot more funding, I, I guess you can say, and more people would qualify for. Um, but if you go to this link right here, Coronavirus Small Business Guidance and Loan Resources, they do have more resources for other businesses. Um, they also have information on an SBA Express Bridge Loan. So if you're looking at some other type of funding, that's another loan you can get. California specifically has a California relief grant. Small businesses, small nonprofits can apply. You have to meet certain criteria. The first round closed on the 13th, uh, was it a few weeks ago. Um, those who applied but did not get it will get rolled into the second round and they don't have to apply again. The second round is supposed to open February 2nd, 8 a.m. Um, and will close 6 p.m. February 8th. And that's the link for that one. Uh, and that's the one I think the governor, there's some funding the governor approved and supposedly like a bunch of businesses will be able to qualify and get this. Um, I personally don't know anybody that got it yet, but I do know several that applied. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's see. Um, I wanted to put other local and city, um, city and county assistant links for you guys. The one I do recommend is going to the S a local SBA district office. So if you go to their website there and you put in your zip code or you put in your city, it's going to direct you to a bunch of um, local offices in your community that you can reach out to and get um, information resources on. It just varies um, depending what city state you're in. Um, so that's the first one I would recommend. The other one is another small business majority organization. Um, they also provide a bunch of COVID-19 resources, information about funding. Um, and then I listed some examples in different cities or states. Um, San Diego, there's a few, there's more than a few, but I just listed two. Um, America's SBDC, California. Uh, I am actually on their mailing list and they serve San Diego, Imperial County. I get updates from them weekly about what's going on with funding, um, other training things they have, webinars and stuff like that. Um, and then the San Diego Imperial San Diego and Imperial Women's Business Center and a similar organization where they provide resources um, and things like that. Los Angeles County, this is one of them, but I'm sure they have many others. 
Arizona, this is another uh, resource. Florida has its own and Georgia and Texas. So these are just examples, but I know within each city and state, there's probably multiple organizations that have resources that you can reach out to and find out more information um, about COVID. If you're looking for, you know, what's going on with reopening or, you know, what regulations are in place, maybe even funding, um, look into these or even do a search um, for the local organizations. Uh, I will add mm -hmm. the uh, Chamber of Commerce of each yes. city. Yes. They offer a lot of resources too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Any of those local organizations like that, they all have some kind of funding to help small business owners or business uh, owners in their community um, with various things, not just COVID-related stuff. Um, I think it's just more. Um, trainings, webinars, free resources. Sometimes you can even speak to people and get more, um, have a one-on-one -on -one business consultation. Um, but you just have to look for those organizations and reach out to them and find out, you know, which is the one you want to go with to, to get more resources and find out more information about. Um, some of the other things that um, you can get with COVID-19, everything going on, are credits for employers. Um, for example, they have employer, like employers can get tax credits if they paid employees for sick leave or they paid employees for family leave due, due to COVID-19. Um, there's another employee retention credit that employers can get uh, and another payroll tax deferral um, credit. These are a little specific though. So I would definitely work with your accountant or payroll provider to see if you even qualify. Um, because originally if you had got the PPP loan or I think the EID loan or both, you didn't qualify for these employer tax credits. But then I think I read that after that funding was used, you did qualify for these tax credits and you're able to get them. Um, and so if you do qualify, this is something that has to be set up through your payroll provider. Um, and and with whoever does your payroll to make sure you get these credits. Uh, let's see. And then another recommendation, as we mentioned on the previous slide, is look into local and county nonprofit organizations. Many of those got funding to provide free PPE supplies to the community, um, to the businesses. So I would check with your, your county, local organizations. Um, for example, Imperial County, there's, um, I think it's the city of Imperial, one of the organizations that was providing free masks, free gloves, uh, free hand sanitizer, and I think free gowns um, to anybody that needed it in the community. And you could just call them and tell them and I think go pick up, I don't know how much they were giving. Um, also, local medical societies, same thing with Imperial County, um, our Imperial County Medical Society. Um, they're updating all the doctors on what's going on with COVID, all the resources that are out there, maybe things that they might qualify for. And they also received, I think, a grant or had some money where they were able to give out uh, free masks, uh, face shields and gloves to, I think, any physicians that wanted to pick it up at a certain time last year. I don't know if they're still doing it. Um, so I would definitely reach out to those organizations because if you're not subscribed to their email list and you're not going to know about these you're not going to see the updates but you'll be surprised how many um organizations actually have something that they're giving out um free to to businesses business owners and stuff like that um let's see um so that was pretty much it um 
pretty much, you know, my recommendation is to look into the resources we provided here, but also do a search within your city county for any local grants or funding. Look into specific grants tailored for minorities, women-owned businesses. Um, there's specific grants just for that. There's specific grants for businesses in rural communities, specific grants for, you know, just depending what kind of business you have. Um, there's so many out there, but you have to do the research. I would recommend subscribing to the mailing list for the organizations I mentioned, any of these that provide weekly updates on what's going on in your community, the resources. Um, that's how I find out about local grants in our community, free PPE equipment, stuff like that, because I'm subscribed to a few of these organizations. Um, if you are a new business or and you're looking for um, some business consulting, additional marketing, social media, or other resources, some of these organizations um, provide these services free of charge. They have grants to be able to meet with you and give you like so many hours of their time to help you with marketing or help you with social media, or they have a bunch of webinars on their website that you can go and listen to um, about all these things I just mentioned. Or if you're um, you want to know about the PPP process, I think they have webinars. If you want to know about the EIDL process, they have a bunch of webinars, English, Spanish, I think various languages. Um, so definitely subscribe to those local agencies. Um, and pretty much you got to do your research. If you want to find out everything that's going on, if you want to see what you can qualify for and what resources you have to do your research, um, don't wait for this information to come to you because if you're not subscribed to all these various organizations, you don't know what's out there. You don't know what's going on. Um, but there is a lot out there and there's a lot of resources and a lot of stuff that you can get um, within probably your city or county. You just have to do the research. I think that was it. Thank um, I don't you, know if you Judy. <laughs> Thank you. Such a great That's information. It. We're going to be sharing all the links, right? Yes. Yeah. So this is... Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we can post this. We're going to post this somewhere on our website or something because I think if yeah. you go to the links, you can just click on it. Mm -hmm. It'll go everywhere. Uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, mm -hmm. and uh, all of that good stuff. So thank you very much, Judy. Much needed resources for just about everybody out there yeah. who can qualify. And thank you guys very much for watching. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.